Going to turn things over to the garden guru, Mr. Mark Weber, to start off the first full hour of Garden Talk this morning. Good morning. Good morning, young man. How are you? Doing well. You? It's finally here. Indeed. It is nice outside. And I'm starting to snivel already. <laughs> you sound like my dog. <laughs> you really do. You sound like my dog. He talks? No, she. She. Oh, I thought you said. I, yeah, thought, we, I, didn't, we, hear, she, she, I didn't hear you say daughter. Well, <laughs> she's she. Well, she's like a daughter. I mean, I, I all I have is women in my life, but it's okay. You know, I, I have to tell you, she... She's had this runny thing out of her eyes, and then she had this little skin rash thing on her on her belly. And oh. so we go to the veterinarian yesterday. <laughs> she's the veterinarian says, She's got allergies. I go, What? A dog really? has allergies. <laughs> A 90-pound baby has allergies. Oh my gosh. It's all right. It's all right. Because in the next three hours, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be giving you so much information, so many wonderful tips, more so, more ways than uh, Carter's got liver pills. I show he's my age there, uh, of how to have the best, most wonderful landscape on the planet right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Santini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we begin the first hour of what will be three great hours of wonderful, earth-shattering radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this legendary broadcast now for 28-plus years, and I am thrilled. I am excited because it is spring in southwest Ohio, and there's so much to do and so much to talk about. And this show, ladies and gentlemen, is all about you. It's all about your questions about your lawn, your garden, your landscape, your trees. No matter what that question may be, there is an open line at 457-1290. Currently, four lines are available. And you can also reach us live at GardenTalkBlog.com, which is the flagship uh, website for this uh, legendary broadcast. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. They, as this three-hour um, litany of radio goes on for the next three hours till 9 o'clock this morning Eastern, we want to hear from you. If you've got a question about your landscape, you've got a question about that tree in the backyard, you've got that question about um, the perfect plants to add into your landscape or how to fertilize a particular part of your yard, uh, we've got an open line right now, and it's at 457-1290, and I will promise you as the morning progresses and the sun rises up over the eastern horizon, um, the phone lines, you will constantly get the beep, 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 <laughs> the sound of busy, because spring is here, and it's surely a busy time of the year, and first of all, like to welcome all of you this morning to this morning's broadcast. Um, and if you're listening on a podcast uh, of this broadcast, 
that's fine too because it's one of the cool things about modern technology today is that you can download previous uh, broadcasts of this show and listen listen to them at your leisure. Um, I'm proud to say that uh, in the number of years that I have done this show, not one single broadcast was like the one that I made before. Originality is the name of the game. <laughs> so every week's broadcast is different than the last week's broadcast, and that's why you can't miss Garden Talk. Um, and let, let me begin this morning um, by inviting all of you to give us a call today at 457-1290. That'll put you right into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio. Um, a little bit about myself, a little bit, a bit of my, my background. Um, I own and operate a business right here in good old Southwest Ohio called Mark Weber's Landscaping. We're a full-service Horticultural arboricultural operation. It's been around since 1997 and proud to say that uh, we've had our doors open that many number of years. It's quite an accomplishment in the world in which we live in today. Um, we do a lot of things involving trees and, and landscape horticulture. We do a lot of stuff with consulting. And uh, you can learn about our business adventures at www.weberlandscaping.com. Um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from a place you may have heard of before, Ohio State University. Um, I am more so a board-certified master arborist, designated by the International Society of Arboriculture. And I'm also a certified horticultural professional, deemed so by the American um, Society for the Horticultural Sciences. So when you call Garden Talk at 457-1290, you are getting truly expert advice you're getting advice that's built on the foundation of science and best practices and you are getting also information that will literally change the place where you call home or your business how you manage your property i'm all about proactive management i'm all about talking about how plants work and all the things that go inside of them and um I would love to help you today at 457-1290. You can also join us live at gardentalkblog.com, which is where I house kind of all of the show prep of each week's stuff that we do here on the radio. And this week, we've got a lot to do. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Um, coming up this morning at about 7.30, 6.30, excuse me, um, we're going to go into garden. We're going to talk about a really important topic. And a lot of people get really freaked out about bees coming out of the ground in their landscape. And we're going to talk about the importance of ground bees. These things should not be harmed. And I can't say that enough. Uh, people have absolute conniptions about insects, period. But these are really, really, really important pollinators in our environment, and we need to preserve and protect them. And uh, applying insecticides to these creatures is not warranted, nor is it something that you should really do. You're going to go in the garden kitchen today. We're going to talk about a vegetable that for many has become what became kind of boring. <laughs> well, some other people, uh, this vegetable has become quite the phase, and it's cauliflower. And we're going to talk about all the different types of cauliflower, we're going to talk about where cauliflower came from and more so all the things you can do to eat cauliflower. Um, and then today we're going to be talking to Rich Pearson. We're also going to be talking to your friend of mine, Mr. Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. Um, we're also going to be talking about some other fun stuff today. 
as well. And one of the fun things that we'll be doing here on Garden Talk, and this is the part of what Garden Talk that I really love to do, is I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> you heard me right. I want to hear from you today. 457-1290. We have a lot to celebrate today because we lived, we survived the winter. And now we're in the most refreshing, the most revitalizing time of the year called spring. And as you walk outside today, you're going to go, man, my yard's a mess. Man, I got work to do. Gosh, doggone, I got this to do and that to do and so much to do. And we're going to help all of you today at 457-1290. So it would not be apropos if we didn't do the first thing that we really want to do today, which is talk to you. Yeah, let's talk to you at 457-1290. Let's travel out to Western Montgomery County, and let's go talk to Paul in Farmersville. Paul in Farmersville, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? I'm well, Paul, and happy spring to you, young man. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, yesterday out in the yard, and I've been watching it, you know, since last fall with my ground moles just tearing up my dirt. You got moles, huh? Shoot, yeah, I got more than they say Carter had to. You you you, but, you think uh, you think you're in an episode of Caddyshack, right? With 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 Bill with that Bill Murray, wasn't it? That was in Caddyshack. You know what? My fiance is so afraid I'm about to start blowing up my yard. Mm. And you know, I've tried the little um, green worms from TSC. I've tried the little spring things that you put over the tunnels, mm. and it's like. All you can do is to turn them out of one tunnel just to move a little bit and build a new one. Well, let's talk a little bit about the biology of the mole, okay, Paul? Okay. Moles are um, mammals, okay? And, okay? and it's important that whenever you've got a challenge in your landscape, you've got to know um, the history, you've got to know the science, and you've got to know how the, the issue works. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Moles typically weigh about five ounces. Um, they consume about uh, 45 to 50 pounds of earthworms per year. Isn't that amazing? Um, they can dig typically about 400 to 4,000 times as much energy to move their tunnel. It, 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 it's an amazing number. And this is the part that I want you to think about. Moles have very specialized bone structure and muscular construction, okay? Okay. They can literally create 32 times their own body weight in force. Holy moly. So I'm, It is holy moly. So think about this. <laughs> think about this. If you were a 150-pound man, okay, you could exert 4,800 pounds of lateral force if you were a mole, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And one mole can dig, can uh, probe a tunnel in about 18 feet an hour. Okay. That's why you can go to work and come home and it's like. Uh-huh. Okay. So let's kind of talk through what moles do. Moles are eating insects and predominantly eating earthworms. Okay. That is what they're most interested in. So um, there's a couple different ways. There's the traps that you have, but the other part that I need to share with you that's an important piece of information is their reproduction. Um, they, they breed in the spring and they breed in the fall. 
And each time that they breed, they typically have about 8 to 12 progeny per litter. When ma and, and within that litter, Mama has a, uh, has a nesting site, and she also has a nest of other sites that she stores food and, ha and also has a, basically has a bathroom in her nest. And uh, what Mama does once those babies are born, um, within about two weeks, she kicks them out. There's no nepotism in the world of moles, okay? She kicks That's them right. out. And, and if they come back to her area, and this is the important part, if she co they come back to her, her area, she will meet them and kill them even though they're her own babies. So what moles do, they're very territorial. Typically one mole lives in an area of about a half an acre to one full acre. And a lot of times if you control one mole, you'll have another mole that'll come in to take up residence where the older mole has lost its life, okay? Okay. So you, get, you can use traps and traps have been shown to be pretty effective. And you can also, there's a product called Talprid and you can, it looks like a little worm and it's white in color and you slip these little dudes down the tunnel and the, and the chemistry with that material um, only affects moles from what I understand is what the label says. So don't have to worry about the dogs digging them up and I, you know, according to the label, you don't have that. It shouldn't be an issue. But again, I will tell you, I have a, you know, that same dog I talked about earlier this morning that has the allergies. Yeah. She is really good at catching moles. <laughs> oh, so just but, come and borrow your dog. For yeah, a you while. can borrow my dog. But the thing I'll is, what. But, the, and... but, but she doesn't. <laughs> but the, she doesn't kill him. What she does is she pulls him out of the ground and then throws him up in the air because she wants to play with him. <laughs> she <laughs> what thinks kind of dog? Her, he's a Weimaraner. Okay. Yeah, she she has she likes uh, she likes to catch him and throw him in the air. I think she thinks he's like a big a live squeaky toy. But the bottom line is through all of this, is, sir, if you use uh, these type of it's the material that I just described, the Talprid, you'll get pretty good control or use the traps. But the bottom line is you may kill one, but there may be more more in the in your future. Don't okay. think you're going to eliminate it right away. It may take some time, may take some effort. Okay, Paul? Okay, and then as far as that, then just take the yard roller, roll the dirt down. No, down. don't do that. That'd be the worst thing in the world to do to your lawn. You're better okay. just to push the tunnels down and rake them out and add some seed, but don't roll your lawn. Rolling a lawn is the quickest way I know to kill your lawn because it's like oh. it's like driving a cement mixer across your yard. You're, you're going to destroy and remove all the airspace that's in the soil so your grass won't have any place to grow roots. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, Paul, have a super great spring day, okay? All right. You too. Bye-bye. Well, See folks, that'll wrap it up for the first quarter hour of Garden Talk. When we come back, we'll be talking to each and every one of you at 457-1290 on News 95.7 and WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. What's better than getting $100 to switch to Jackson Hewitt? Getting $200 to switch. Say goodbye to your old tax service. Switch to Jackson Hewitt and get $200. You'll get $100 when you file this year, plus another $100 when you file next year. So go to Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro for switch and get $200 today. Each year, minimum tax Tax prep fee of $150 applies. Mention this ad and file with us. $100 on a Walmart e-gift or prepaid card. Not valid with any other promotion or discount. Participating locations only. See jacksonhewitt.com. Wild Birds Unlimited. 
they're on their way. Hummingbirds will be here soon, so have your feeders out and ready by April 15th. Hummingbirds are truly amazing. They migrate as far away as South America in the fall, and the same bird will find its way back to your feeder this spring. Did you know that hummingbirds can fly up to 60 miles per hour, hover like a helicopter, fly backwards, and even upside down? Stop in and learn more about helping hummingbirds this spring at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Did you know that even if you choose cremation that you can still choose a traditional grave space and headstone? At David Cemetery, you and a loved one can place your cremations together on one space and provide your family a traditional final resting place. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. For over 35 years, Buckeye EcoCare has provided quality, on-time lawn care service. The same state-licensed route manager will service your lawn every time, every year. The legacy continues at Buckeye EcoCare with the most experienced staff, custom lawn care programs, a 48-hour service call policy, and outstanding customer service. Since 1984, Buckeye EcoCare has been treating your lawns just like our lawns. The Home Builders Association of Dayton and Cox Media Group presents the 2019 Spring Parade of Homes, showcasing stunning new homes throughout the Miami Valley. The homes are open April 6th and 7th and 13th and 14th from 1 to 5 p.m. Check HBADayton.com for more details. Don't miss this free event. Starting off with a few areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley and temperatures in the upper 40s. Scattered clouds throughout the morning, but we'll see a good amount of sunshine throughout the afternoon into the early evening. High temperatures today approaching 70 degrees. A nice evening expected as well, but clouds increase overnight with a low dropping to 52 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows uh, mostly uh, clear skies right now. We've got 53 up at the airport, 50 over in uh, Hamilton, and uh, it's 48 in Eaton. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. 457-1290, we're so excited for you to be with us this Saturday morning, and I hope that uh, you're having a great one at that. And if you're driving down the road or if you're sitting at your desk right now or having a good cup of coffee uh, and listening to Garden Talk, we'd like to hear from you today. If you've got a question about that the yard or garden or landscape or whatever that question may be, or just maybe you want to share some exciting news that you've seen some things in your landscape, you know, we've got an answer. We've got, a que we've got questions for you at 457-1290. I want to strike on... An important chord this morning that uh, sometimes I believe this, just that some of our listeners or some of our people who own landscapes or manage landscapes uh, just don't get. And it's volcano mulching. Um, and this is, if you don't know what this is, I don't know where you've been in the last probably 10 or 15 years, but let's kind of say this in, the, in the, the most kindest, most important way to say we just don't volcano mulch, and meaning that applying mulch to the trunks of trees and piling it up to create this kind of cone-shaped thing 
just isn't right. And more so, it's very, very, very detrimental to plant health. Um, so we don't mulch. We don't volcano mulch, folks, and say no to that. If your landscape contractor is doing it and you need to fire them, I don't know how else to say it. Or if you, the consumer, are doing it and you are the landscape contractor, you need to let your client know that it's not a good practice for their trees or plants and you should ethically refuse to do it. And that's kind of where I stand on this. And I know a lot of people uh, think it's silly, but if you can see the end result of what happens to trees when people volcano mulch, and realize that it shortens their life and their life expectancy, you can understand why I say what I do when it comes to say no to volcano mulching. 457-1290. Also, want to strike on another important note this fine Saturday morning is, is that with these temperatures beginning to rise, crabgrass is in our near future. And applying a crabgrass preventer should be done fairly soon now. And the bottom line is, is that... Uh, you will have severe problems in your landscape if you don't get crabgrass prevention down. And the time to get it down is now. Spring is coming. It already is here. And uh, these soil temperatures are going to be rising quickly, particularly when I'm watching these overnight lows where we're in the 50s. Um, it won't be too much time soon before we have crabgrass up. And these materials have to be into the ground, connected to the soil, well before the crabgrass uh, comes up. And the only one that's different is a product called Dimension. So just keep that in mind and uh, do not uh, skip this most important step. Also, um, you may have heard, uh, if you listen to the podcast and the other uh, venues here on WHI Radio, this week hearing me talk about the importance of hollow tying coeration. Um, this is one of the most key essential parts of improving the health of your lawn. And oxygen is one of the most important elements to any plant life. And uh, most soils that where we live have are very heavy soils. And these soils need to be aerated. And without aeration, we really run the risk of plants not being very successful. So I would encourage you to do holotine aeration. And I would encourage you to get it done. Be sure to get it done before you put down your crabgrass prevention because if you put down your crabgrass prevention and then do your coeration, you will break that chemical bound and more so create a condition that is not going to be less than favorable. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of Garden Talk today. I'd also say to all our listeners today as well that uh, plant a tree. Um, we have lost tens of thousands and millions of trees related to emerald ash borer here in the United States, and uh, we need to re replace a lot of trees that have been lost due to the fact of EAB. So I would highly encourage you to, for all of you that live in a barren landscape without that's treeless, add a tree and watch it grow. And if you need ideas about which trees to plant, give us a call today at 457-1290. That's 457 457- 1290 and we'll be happy to talk to you when we come back ladies and gentlemen we're going to go into the garden we're going to talk about ground bees and how good they really are and how you should not hurt them that plus this much more on garden talk on am 1290 and news 95.7 whio
the Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When you hear these tones, you know the WHIO Radio Storm Center has been activated. This means important weather updates every 15 minutes or sooner here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. An Ohio man now facing charges after lying to the FBI and ruining a family's hopes of reunion with their missing child. That's coming up. Beautiful weather in the forecast and warm temperatures along with it. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic looking at those service streets on the uh, here this morning. We're seeing that the Trotwood Fire Department's responding to Nathaniel Street near Miller Avenue. Aside from that, nothing major on the traffic side. And it is our top story. An Ohio man facing up to eight years in prison after investigators determined he lied to the FBI and the family of a missing child in what turned out to be a complete hoax. Investigators in Kentucky say 23-year-old Brian Rainey claimed this week that he was Timothy Pitson, who vanished in 2011 at six years old. Fox's Jeff Manasso says Rainey is an ex-con who had similar hoax claims in the past. He reportedly learned of Pitson's story after seeing it on TV. Well, updating a story we're following, the Air Force's un, uh, undersecretary is recommending that the Pentagon funds for an intelligence center, right, Pat, shouldn't be used to build a southern border wall. Matthew Donovan says the Air Force is considering $182 million for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, a critical mission for the branch. Some $112 million of the funding for Ohio projects could be at risk. WHIO's Ron Otto says Donovan is expected to be the acting secretary when current secretary Heather Wilson resigns next month. Well, Dayton's first citywide cleanup effort is in almost 20 years is happening this morning. This citywide cleanup is sponsored by the Dayton Living City Project. It will include volunteers removing trash and debris from vacant properties. The cleanup starts at 8.30 this morning and goes until noon today. WHIO's John Tisdall says the county will provide trash bags and gloves for the event. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Starting off with a few areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley and temperatures in the upper 40s. Scattered clouds throughout the morning, but we'll see a good amount of sunshine throughout the afternoon into the early evening. High temperatures today approaching 70 degrees. A nice evening expected as well, but clouds increase overnight with a low dropping to 52 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley. It's 48 degrees in Troy, 51 in Springfield, 53 here in Dayton at 632. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. As a Battelle associate, are you preparing for critical changes that are impending when it comes to your pension? There's several critical interest rates that will be announced in the upcoming weeks. When rates go up, you could lose 25, 50, even $75,000 of your hard-earned money. As an associate, you need to learn the facts about your lump sum pension. Come talk to me. I'm Mike Martinez, president of the Pension Group. Don't let what happened in 2016 happen to you now, losing tens of thousands of dollars. If you don't know what segmented rate increases could do to your pension, call me and my team and let's set up a complimentary consultation. 
Elevate those worries and fears now. Let us be there for you at The Pension Group, 937-669-7094. You cannot afford to not know the facts, 937-669-7094. Don't face this alone. Call now to set up a one-on-one meeting with me, Mike Martinez, 937-669-7094. Investment advisory services offered through The Pension Group. Hi, Pete Kasuja here in Old North Dayton, where my wife Shirley and I started our garden center in 1963, and now we have customers who come to us every year from Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. The reason for such loyalty is because they know that we have thousands of shade trees, fruit trees, weeping trees, dwarf trees, evergreens, and flowering shrubs, all ready to load. We also have 16 greenhouses where we grow thousands of bonsai trees and indoor plants and garden plants, berry and fruit plants, and don't forget our green mat grass seed. So today, mow in May. We're about a mile east of the Stanley Avenue exit on I-75, so come out to 1309 Brant Pike and be dazzled. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. Not all bees... Like honeybees, live in hives. In fact, 70% of all all 20,000 species of bees nest below the ground. In North America, most ground bees become very active in early spring, which is right now. Nests of these insects are easily identified because a lot of times they put these small little conical piles of dirt with kind of a large hole in the center of that pile which serves as an entrance entrance for the bees to burrow. These are important, and I mean very important, native pollinators and are typically no larger than three-sixteenths to three-quarters of an inch in length, depending on the species. The females dig individual burrows, burrows several inches below the soil, and then they prefer nests to be put in soil that's well-drained and, and it's directly exposed to sunlight. This includes areas in your landscape and also in your lawn, particularly in areas where maybe turf grass has been weakened. Each burrow consists of a hole with a diameter about the size of a wooden pencil and more so with the loose particles on either side. These, however, are very important beneficial pollinators. And they do not, and I will repeat this again, do not cause you harm you heard me right they do not have aggressive behavior which means they won't come after you unless you stick your bare hand over top of their hole the bottom line is let them be You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457 1290. 
Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, I would love to talk to you. Do you have a question about your trees? Do you have a question about your landscape? Do you have a question about a part of your yard that's, uh, let's just say, not in the best condition? Maybe you got a question about you've noticed some unique uh, growth on your cherry trees, or maybe you've noticed a unique uh, situation in your landscape. Um, I want to hear from you today at 457-1290. There are a boatload of open lines available for you. And I would love to be the guy who can help you have a better yard, garden, and landscape. And uh, more so, there are now no less than four open lines at 457-1290 to put you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio, where we're always happy to help you along the way. Without further ado, up on the Horticultural Hotline, we're joined by your friend, my friend, and I know he's bee friendly, <laughs> Mr. Richmond Pearson. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Mark. I, my I, mama always did tell me to be friendly. <laughs> I know, I know. I couldn't, you know, I just, I, I was writing that this morning. I thought, you know, that's kind of a fun play on words. Let's be friendly. Be friendly to the bees. And I go, what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so the question is, Rich, to divide... Or not to divide. And I say it's spring, so it's time to make like an amoeba and divide. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, what Richter Richmond Pearson is actually alluding to are those things that you have in your yard that you bought that you thought were going to live forever and were completely, absolutely maintenance-free. <laughs> <laughs> I love that concept. Maintenance free. So I live in a so house wishful. covered with concrete. I still have to take care of the concrete, though. I can do, but it's. <sighs> Go on, Rich. Tell us what we're going to do when we divide our perennials because it is time to divide. Right. And once again, the first thing to do, of course, is, and we say this so many times with pruning with disease and insect control, know your host. And in this case, the host is the plant that you want to divide. So you need to know it because that lets you know if this is indeed the right time to do it. And quite a few of our, our uh, favorite perennials, this is a good time to divide them. Ornamental grasses, daylilies, hostas, um, amsonia or blue stars. Those are all great. Uh, a lot of them are huge clumps at this point, and the, the new leaves are just starting to break through the surface. Mm -hmm. So it's a good time to lift those up. Now, there are some that should not be divided at this time of year, and a couple of the well-known ones there are poppies or acanthus or gas plant, the dictumness. Uh, because of their, their deep root systems and just they resent division anyway, so those are best to do in the fall. But the spring ones... You need a couple of good tools. A good sturdy nursery spade is a real good idea. Mm -hmm. With a and take the time to clean it and sharpen it. There is a single bevel on a nursery spade. That means that a single one side has an angle on it, and that's your edge. So just run a file over that, or if you happen to have a grinding wheel, you can put a quick edge on it. 
And I prefer to divide with um, spading forks or garden forks. Mm-hmm. And if you have two of them, it's even better. Because just like when you're in a kitchen making a salad, you tear the lettuce rather than cut it because that means the salad won't turn brown on the edges as quickly. You're, you're separating it along cell walls. Same thing with division. Better for the health of the plant if you tear them apart and they will tend to come apart along the cell walls. So you lift it out of the ground, rip it apart. Uh, the plant won't scream. And actually, a division on an overgrown clump is going to rejuvenate the clump. It's going to give you, depending on the size of the clump and the plant, it's going to increase your uh, number of those plants by 6 or 10 or maybe 12 times. Uh, you get your, your offsets, your divisions, and either have a bed ready to plant them back into immediately and then water them in or put them in a container. And I use gallon containers uh, for divisions and always use commercial media. Don't use garden soil in a container because the first watering, it's going to turn into a clump of mud. You're going to lose your aeration and drainage and probably kill the division. So use commercial potting media and uh, water them in well, and they will be ready to roll. And if you have way too many divisions after you do this, Give them to your gardening friends and neighbors because that's what gardeners do. We share the bounty of our garden. Right. And that's kind of one of the cool things about any type of gardening is the fact that we have the ability to, to share 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 plants alike and be able to utilize them on so many different levels. Um, you know, Rich, it's, it, I, I have to tell you, from I, I did a lot of my drive into this morning. I was thinking to myself, um, how fortunate we are the way this spring has been. And I, I can't say that. Maybe I should say that without cursing it. But it seems, to, it seems to me that we've had a year where we started slow, but this thing is evolving at, at such a nice pace. And, and, yeah, it was a little cold in the beginning, but I wanted a little cold in the beginning. And, and, and now it's gotten a little warmer. And, uh, you know, the plant material is beginning to come alive. The cherries have just, the cherry family, the, the prunus family has just started to pop open. Um, and I, 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 I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? Well, I agree. I mean, I know it's been a, uh, it's been a, a kind of a difficult emergence into spring because it has been cold and we've had some really heavy weather, but it has delayed early opening of a lot of buds and the benefit to that is there's a lot less likelihood that they're going to get uh, killed off by a late freeze right and yeah and i agree the cherries i'll bet this weekend as warm as it's supposed to be i think we're going to see a whole lot of things just overnight are going to open up and come into bloom and it's going to be spectacular yeah it's a wonderful oh so, yeah it, it's a wonderful time of the year to be alive and to 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 experience it and more so a time of the year that uh, I think that uh, we should, everybody that uh, listens to Garden Talking and beyond should get outside and, and really enjoy um, their their landscape on so many different levels. Rich, thank you so much. And uh, it's about time for us to go in the garden kitchen and talk about cauliflower. Oh, cauliflower. That's <laughs> some tasty stuff. And it also is a great Halloween vegetable because it looks like brains. There you go. Just saying. Rich, thank you so much. And I know you're going out to divide your amoebas shortly. 
And uh, you have a great and glorious day, my friend. Well, thank you. You do the same. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go into the Garden Kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is a fun, fun, fun vegetable called cauliflower. And cauliflower is one of several vegetables in the group of what they call brassicas. And uh, brassicas are annual plants, and they're typically reproduced by seeds. There's typically um, one head that forms at the top of the plant called a curd. And uh, what's important is that many times it's composed of an inflorescent meristem, and that recreates that kind of quote-unquote brain kind of look. Cauliflower resembles the head of broccoli. You think about it, it also has kind of the same flower bud structure as other other vegetables in that group like Brussels sprouts and cabbage and collard greens and kale, though they are different cultivars within the group. The oldest record of, cul- of cauliflower goes back to the 6th century before Christ, and there's four different types of cauliflower. There's the Italian type, type, which is often called Romesco, and you will find them in various brown, green, purple, and yellow cultivars. And they are truly, the Italian types of cauliflower are truly the ancestral, the types that really were cauliflower began. And then there's also the colorist type, which is the type that's white. And you'll see those with uh, the most prevalent type of cauliflower that you will find. Also nowadays, there are varieties out there that are called cheddar, varieties like orange boquique. There's even a green cauliflower as well, and even a purple one as well. Cauliflower can be roasted, boiled, fried, steamed, pickled, and eaten raw. And it is delicious. Most importantly, it is nutritious. And more so, it is delicious. And you can even make pizza crust out of it. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is cauliflower. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's legendary broadcast. If you've got a question about your landscape, your trees, your lawn, your dirt... Your cauliflower, whatever's going on in your world, we'd love to talk to you at 457-1290. And when we come back, we'll be taking your calls and more so helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Families often remark that pre-planning was the greatest gift a parent has given them. Act with love, plan ahead, and talk about what you might want. Help your family by relieving the burden of difficult financial and emotional decisions during a time of grief. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. 
What is your online tax service getting you? Stop by your local Jackson Hewitt and get all the benefits of a tax pro. With Jackson Hewitt, you get 100% accuracy and our max refund guarantee. Plus, we're open late and on weekends to fit your schedule. So don't settle for an online tax service. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today. 100% accuracy guaranteed or local office will cover penalties and interest. Maximum refund guaranteed or your tax preparation feedback. Only applies to federal refund determined with filed tax returns. Terms and conditions apply. Most offices are independently owned and operated. See jacksonhewitt.com for details. Hi, this is Westy with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. Wild Birds Unlimited. They're on their way. Hummingbirds will be here soon, so have your feeders out and ready by April 15th. Hummingbirds are truly amazing. They migrate as far away as South America in the fall, and the same bird will find its way back to your feeder this spring. Did you know that hummingbirds can fly up to 60 miles per hour, hover like a helicopter, fly backwards, and even upside down? Stop in and learn more about helping hummingbirds this spring at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. For over 35 years, Buckeye EcoCare has provided quality, on-time lawn care service. The same state-licensed route manager will service your lawn every time, every year. The legacy continues at Buckeye EcoCare with the most experienced staff, custom lawn care programs, a 48-hour service call policy, and outstanding customer service. Since 1984, Buckeye EcoCare has been treating your lawns just like our lawns. Whether you're a young athlete, active adult, or weekend warrior, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton is there when your body needs repair. Like a trusted friend you can rely on, OID has been providing care to patients in Dayton and surrounding communities since 1971 with services like sports medicine, spinal care, total joint replacement, hand, foot, and ankle, along with MRIs and physical therapy with a team of dedicated fellowship-trained physicians with you every step of the way. So remember, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton. To learn more, visit orthodayton.com. This is Rick Moody, your commercial real estate connection for the Dayton region. For leasing, buying, selling of office, retail, industrial, or warehouse space, contact me at Coldwell Banker Commercial Heritage. This is Rick Moody. I am your place for space. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Santini. And I'm Clark Howard. We here at WHIO are actively working to keep your family safe. Safe from scams. And safe from severe weather. You can depend on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Let's check out the updated weather forecasts from News Center 7. Starting off with a few areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley and temperatures in the upper 40s. Scattered clouds throughout the morning, but we'll see a good amount of sunshine throughout the afternoon into the early evening. High temperatures today approaching 70 degrees. A nice evening expected as well, but clouds increase overnight with a low dropping to 52 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, we've got a nice day on tap. We've got 53 in Dayton, 51 in uh, Xenia, 49 up in Urbana on the station that uh, you depend on for weather.
Traffic and News, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. 457-1290 is the number to dial if you would uh, like to be part of this morning's broadcast. We have an open line for you. And speaking of open lines, let's go talk to Stephen. Good morning, Stephen. Welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you. Hey, listen, I got some... uh... Huge Texas bushes, and they're in really good shape, but I'm going to trim them back, and I'm going to be cutting a lot of the green growth out of it, and I'm just wondering how long it's going to be before it grows back, and when would be a good time to do it. So these are taxes, right? Yes, sir. Okay. A taxis is an evergreen. It's an evergreen shrub, and it can actually be, some types of it can actually become a small um, a small tree. Um, and the time of year to cut them back is about now. Um, now this is the key. I want to, and I need to be really clear on this. There is a chance they may not come back and I need to say that to you. Okay. Okay. Not, you know, I will tell you 50, 70% of the time, if they belong to the group of taxes that called cuspidata, which is a whole uh, separate species than medium and others, the cuspidatas tend to come back when we do what we call stool pruning to them. If they are what the media what they call the media types, a lot of times they do not have latent buds down below, meaning buds that can be triggered by sunlight. Okay, so okay. you you very well may be removing the very top of this plant to remove it completely. So let's just be clear with it. This is a bit of a gamble, but it may pay off. But basically, you reduce the whole length of the plant to about six to eight inches above the soil line. And when sun hits that lower portion of the plant where it has been pruned to, um, will trigger what they call adventitious buds, which will arise to new growth. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And you can do the same thing with burning bush this time of year, same thing with spirea, barberry. Um, the list goes on and on and on. It's a really great way to rejuvenate a shrub in the landscape. In the case of uh, taxis or the Japanese yew, um, you do run the risk, and I, and I need to allude to this. You need to run the run. You may run the risk of loss of that plant. Um, the other thing that I need to share with you is the type of equipment that you use to make the pruning cuts. Um, first of all, be really careful from the standpoint is if there's if the branches are too large, don't try to use a pair of a pair of pruners that aren't uh, the adequate size. So if I say that you're cutting stuff that's two and three and four inches. In diameter, you might want to use like a handsaw. Does that make sense? Yeah. And uh, and and by doing so, you'll get better, cleaner cuts. If you make the cuts in a way that chews up the the wood, you will you could create some damage to the buds below um, to that. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Does that help well, you? Thank you very much. You're most welcome, and I and I really hope you have a really good rest of your day, sir. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. If you've got a question about gardening or a question about pruning a particular shrub or plant in your landscape, um, I would uh, really urge you to give us a call today at four five seven twelve ninety. That's four five seven twelve ninety, and we'll be more than happy to uh, help you with your yard gardening and landscaping. Uh, 
um, challenges, whatever it may be. So let me ask you a question. This is a really important question. How many different types of soil do you think there is in Ohio? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. What many different types of soil do you think that we have in Ohio? I'd like to hear from you today. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. That's four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. How many different types of soil? I mean, I'm talking about different types. How many different types of soil do you think we have in Ohio? Um, it's a really good question, isn't it? Well, I'd like to know what you think because it goes to where I'm going to go next on today's program. 457-1290. That's 457. How many types of soil regions do we have in Ohio? 457-1290. Also, next hour, we'll be talking to Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. Hopefully, our meteorologist, Jesse Mag, will step a, stepping in. We'll be talking about a lot of interesting weather stuff. And along with that as well, we'll be talking to each and every one of you at 457-1290. So this is the question. In Ohio, how many different regions of soil do we have in Ohio? 457-1290. That's 457-1290 if you know the answer to how many different types of regions. It's important. Not, not soil types, but regions, soil regions in Ohio. All right, 457-1290. Also, I want to share with you, too, that uh, this time of year is also an excellent time of year. If you haven't done this already, you probably should, because I think at my house, I'm about ready to mow the grass for the first time this year. Um, get your mower blade sharpened and balanced. Um, I will tell you that without making sure your mower is properly in good condition, you are going to have some challenges regarding... Um, um, that lawn looking very nice. About 70% of the way your lawn looks is directly related to um, the way that that uh, lawnmower is operating. So get that lawnmower tuned up and ready to run along. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll answer that question about how many different types of soil regions there are in Ohio. We'll be taking your calls at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And that and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.